For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, September 28, 2022. Stand up for your country. The economy continues to dominate politics in America. Um, all of us are getting hit one way or the other. That's apparent, self-evident, as they say. And what is the mystery is why Democrats are polling so well um, up to uh, the midterm elections. Now, the polls may be phony. Many of them are. Uh, I always say I trust Trafalgar and Rasmussen based upon their past results, not anything. I don't know them or anything like that. But, you know, I am a guy who's fact based. If I see somebody is accurate, then I pay attention. But anyway, the economy is the big thing. But second to that, second to it, isn't the border. It isn't violent crime. There are elements of both in the second one. It's the decline of American culture, the decline of our culture. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. If you watch TV news, you've seen the pictures of a mob in Philadelphia breaking into a store. Uh, About 100 teenagers, mostly people of color, uh, based upon the video surveillance that has been released just basically went into a store and stole stuff and wrecked the store, Um, looting. That's what they did. And you're saying to yourself, why? There was no why. Um, They just were congregating in northeast Philadelphia. They went to the store, kicked in the door, and robbed it. A hundred of them. Uh, A police detective told the local news that There were kids as young as 10 years old looting the store. So it's outrageous, but it's bigger than that. It is bigger than that. This is a breakdown of morality. What is morality? Morality is right and wrong. So when you hurt another person, that's wrong. When you hurt the owners of a store, that's wrong. When I was in school... I would have never in a million years gone into a store and looted it. And I bet the same is for you. Now, as a teenager, that was inconceivable. I would never have done it. And I wasn't some goody kid. I mean, I, I'm mischievous. But I wouldn't go in and rob a store. Now, I don't want to say it's acceptable to most teenagers. I don't want to say that. That would be unfair to generalize like that. But there is an element in this country where that is acceptable. They don't see it as wrong. Ripping off people is okay. Even hurting people is okay. That's growing. That's growing. And the reason it's growing is there isn't any resistance against it. So there's no arrests. I mean, you got 100 kids on tape. 
Philadelphia cops, where are you? Where are you? How are you ever going to stop this unless you hold people like that accountable? I don't care if they're teenagers. I don't care if they're 10. You bring them in and have the parents show up and ask the parents why a 10-year-old would break into a store. If you don't, then you're going to have more of this, probably have more of it anyway. So the breakdown in our social structure, the absence of right and wrong in many precincts is leading to death, violence. Um, it's, it's murdering, literally murdering our culture. And if you speak out against it, then you get attacked. So you're a racist. If you point out that most of the kids who went into the store by the surveillance video are African-American. So you say that, you're racist. Did Philly uh, media report that? No. They saw it with their own eyes and wouldn't report it. Now, does it matter? Only to the extent of accuracy and the fact of the matter. It doesn't, it's not a bigger picture. You can't say all black kids are bad or all black parents are derelict. That, that would be brutally unfair. And I would never do that. But there is a reason in this neighborhood in Northeast Philadelphia that happened. So let's find out what the damn reason is. Everybody knows there are derelict parents in this country all over the place. Everybody knows it. There are more bad parents in the United States of America today than at any other time in history. We all know the public schools. Many of them completely abdicate their authority of teaching kids morals, right from wrong. They don't do it because they're afraid that somebody may come in, oh, what are you, the morality police? What are you? Come on. Come on. Get a civics course up and running. Get a criminal justice course up and running. So the combination of terrible parents and an irresponsible public school system leads to the kids going into the store, which leads to a collapse of our society because these kids are going to be adults. You think they're going to magically change their point of view? Oh, oh, yeah. Some kids wise up. Some kids say, oh, I, was, I made a mistake. And I, but there's a pattern of behavior going on here. We saw it after the George Floyd riots, which were condoned, by the way, by the corrupt corporate media. We saw it. Oh, yeah, that was injustice with George Floyd, and it was. So now we can go burn down a store. Or we can run over somebody with a car. That condemned widely by the media was not. Was not. Public schools teaching their kids, hey, rioting, no. It's not what we do here. No, they don't. So the, our culture, American culture, the way we used to be, raised in a climate of this is right and this is wrong, vanishing. And it's being replaced by anarchy. That we're going to do whatever we want to do. I see it in New York City, 20 miles away from where I am right now. You have got on the street 
thousands, literally thousands of people who will hurt you for no reason. And very few of them are punished. And so they hurt people over and over and over again. And the governor who presides over all of this in New York State, Hochul, may win re-election. If you vote for her or anyone like her in L.A., in Chicago, you are voting for more violence. You are saying, I want more violence. I want more people hurt. Because the Hochul's of the world, the progressive left, isn't going to stop it. They justify it by historical injustice. And that is the memo. Horrible. President Biden is another guy who doesn't condemn anything. Nothing. Oh, we'll put more money in. We'll spend more money. That's what we'll do. So he did three things today. Biden. At 10 a.m. he had a conference on hunger. Okay, so what this is is food insecurity. Uh, The Biden administration has doubled food stamps. That's the solution to everything. More money, more spending, more money, more spending. At 11 a.m., it is Disability Pride Month. Okay, disabled Americans should be taken care of, should be protected. No problem. 7 p.m., he participated in the Democratic Governors Association reception. I hope Kathy Hochul's there. Maybe Hochul and uh, Biden get a selfie, a selfie together. Okay, as the governor of New York. And Pritzker, too. Pritzker can get into that selfie. You got three of them. And maybe Newsom will get four of them. All four line up. Hey, we want more violence. And, and the president likes it. Like, let's get, we want more violence. That's what we stand for. Sorry to be cynical, but it's true. Okay, so uh, on September 7th of this month, there was a letter written to me about President Biden's Forgiveness of student loans. Roll the tape. Tuan Wen, Liberty Township, Ohio. Bill, do you think there will be legal action about the Biden student loan forgiveness program? Yes. It's very flimsy what he did. And I believe that uh, there will be lawsuits against it. Presto, the lawsuit against it. The Pacific Legal Foundation, a libertarian public interest law firm, has filed suit in Sacramento, California, against the Biden administration, saying, quote, that the president's decision to cancel student loan for some borrowers is illegal because only Congress has the power of the purse and did not approve it. Got a chance. Got a chance. Okay, let's go to a very dangerous situation, and that is Putin in Russia. So up to this point, I have supported the Biden administration supporting Ukraine. It is the right thing to do. Putin invaded the country, killed thousands of people for no reason. There's no benefit for Putin. He's a megalomaniacal dictator who is mentally unbalanced. You got to stop him. It's almost like the same crime. you got to stop them. And the way to do it is to arm the Ukrainians so they fight for themselves. And what happened? The Ukrainians are beating the Russians, humiliating Putin. Okay. That's the baseline. So yesterday, 
Corinne Jean-Pierre, perhaps the worst press secretary in the history of the United States, says this. Go. And there are people out there in Russia, Russians who do not want to fight Putin's war or put their lives uh, or, or die for it. And so that has been made very clear. Their message has been made very clear. Uh, you know, we continue uh, to say uh, to folks, uh, I know there was a question that was asked about uh, uh, seeking refugee uh, from persecution. You know, uh, we believe that uh, regardless of their nationality, uh, they may apply for asylum in the United States and have their claim adjudicated on a case-by-case -case basis. It's adjudicated, Ms. Jean-Pierre. I don't want to be a snob, but, you know, come on. So she says this. Why? Why? Why do you want to poke Putin when you got him on the run? Why do you want to do this? So what does Putin do? A few hours later, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow is told that they should inform all Americans in Russia right now to leave. So Putin's kicking out all Americans. In response to this, to that statement, that statement was unnecessary. If somebody in Russia flees the country, wants to come to the USA and apply for asylum, fine. You don't have to spit in Putin's face. Get it, Joe Biden? Don't have to do that. You're doing the right thing by arming and supporting the Ukrainians. You don't have to up it. So this madman does something else, which he did. Kicked all Americans out. So I'm saying to myself, is there anybody in this administration that knows anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Now, Donald Trump was on WABC radio yesterday, John Casamitidis' program, and he was asked about this. Go. We look at what's going on in the world, and I think more than anything else, I think we could end up in World War III, and it could be uh, all of the horrible things that took place in Ukraine. Looks like it's going to happen in China with Taiwan, as you know, and you see what's going on over there. But what's happened in Ukraine should have never, ever happened, and now the word nuclear is being discussed. Okay, so this is a good issue for Trump because I don't believe and I know Trump doesn't believe that Putin would have done this had Trump been reelected because Trump and Putin had an what they call an understanding. You don't embarrass. They don't embarrass each other. But I, that's just speculation. It's nothing more than that. But what is fact is there is trouble with Putin and he is disrupting the world. So let's bring in uh, Brett Sadler. He is a Heritage Foundation research fellow. Uh, very impressive resume. 26 year Navy career knows the world as well as anybody else. Um, and he is obviously following what is happening not only in Russia, but in China. So my analysis of Russia and United States, do you agree? Yes, by and large, the dangers have uh, not subsided. They've only gotten worse and nothing that we're seeing out of the administrations indicating uh, that there's gonna be any downward pressures on that anytime soon, unfortunately. How, what could they do to de-intensify the situation? What could the Biden administration do? Well, I think the first thing is less artful diplomatic speak, a uh, much more clear and forthright statement of U.S. interest. I think that's gotten only better, after, unfortunately, after the war started. Would have been better to have that occur before, but also having a military posture that backs up 
our national interest, and that is right now in Europe is supporting NATO. And it's been too slow and too little in bolstering our military presence in the Baltic states, Poland and Romania. That should also be accelerated. But at All the right, same so time, it's important to keep up the military arms flowing into Ukraine, as you said earlier. So you see this as you cannot back down from Putin. You have to meet him so he knows if he launches a nuke or he does anything else, he's going to be punished. Do you believe that the Biden administration has the heart to do that? Unfortunately, they'll wait until after an action's taken before they'll respond and they'll test the waters to determine whether the public or their allies would support it. Unfortunately, what's needed is forceful positioning and statement of clear intent before Putin tests us with a tactical nuclear weapon. Now, the odds are small, but they certainly are not zero in, on his use of that. And I don't see that as a likely outcome in the near future. Why? Putin looks like he's a madman now. He looks like he's lost all control of situations. I think he is losing control of the situation. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily characterize him as a madman. He is extremely calculating, but he's strategically, he's proven himself to be incompetent, taking near-term risk for long-term no payoff. And it's putting Russians and Russia in a very bad position that I don't see them getting out of from in the next few years. That being said, there's no reason to paint him into a corner unnecessarily. Uh, he can still, and the Russian people can still basically pull themselves out of the situation they're in. Doesn't seem like he has any inclination to do that. And I don't know why. I didn't even think he was going to invade Ukraine. Uh, I, I didn't think that he would disrupt his whole country the way he has, for, as you said. For what? Nothing. So now it shows me that he may be uh, mentally ill. And if he is, uh, then we got a problem because this guy uh, could do nukes or anything else. And I think the reality is that most Americans would say, all right, it's not worth it. Let them have Ukraine if it means we don't have to deal with nuclear warfare. I think most Americans would say that. That would be a very dangerous uh, choice on our part to, to accept that without response. And I'm not looking at Russia and Europe. I'm looking over at what could happen in Asia with China, which sure. would be significantly more horrific if, if we were to give a pass in Ukraine. It, would, it doesn't play to our interest at all. Now, one more question about Putin. We'll get to China. Hmm. From your analysis and watching Putin, he doesn't seem to be the same guy that he was, say, when he met with Trump in Helsinki. He seems to be something wrong there. That's number one. But number two, if he indeed tried to use a nuke, wouldn't U.S. intel know that? Because there would be dissent in his military. It's not like the military is going to fall into line for a nuclear strike over there. Some maybe would, but a lot wouldn't. Or am I wrong? So the Russian military, like its predecessor, the Soviet military, in their doctrine, they, they definitely consider tactical nuclear weapons not in the same way that we view nuclear weapons. And unfortunately, since 2010's nuclear posture review, under the Obama administration, has now been doubled down under the Biden, Biden administration. We thought we'd have a much more favorable world when it comes to nuclear weapons. And the reality is there's thousands of these things in the Russian arsenal not covered by any arms control uh, protocols at all. So it's very hard for intelligence to get an eye or a bead on these things if they are put to the field. Another part that's very dangerous is the, the authority for the use of these weapons. If it's been delegated down to field grade officers, as we knew in the past in the Soviet times they did, that's an extremely dangerous situation if that's in fact happened. So, so some it's, colonel it's very real. could just, the odds are not some, zero for sure. 
some colonel could decide to do this? That seems to be preposterous. In their doctrine, if that is, if they are in a situation where they feel that they are losing on the field to a strategic consequence, in other words, no nuclear strategic weapons used, but if the consequences rise up to a strategic level, uh, i.e. to save their forces from being surrounded, a large force, the divisions of their forces, then a tactical nuke is certainly within their doctrine. And oh, by the they'd way, that get, also is echoed in China. Yeah, but they'd have to get Putin to sign off on that, you would imagine. But anyway, it, it seems to me an out of control situation right now. So let's go to China. So China obviously watching to see uh, how much suffering Russia will endure by this uh, invasion of Ukraine because China would like to take Taiwan by force. But the Chinese economy now is tottering and 1.5 billion people are dependent. They have to eat every day. And, you know, an invasion where there would be immediate sanctions on China. Nobody would buy anything that they have. And it's an export economy over there, as you know. That would be devastating to them on an economic basis. And they have a much more precarious economy than Russia does because Russia is still basically oil. That's what they are in. That's what they do. China didn't have that. So there are more restraints on China, are there not? Well, less and less. Since 2014, both Russia and China, after sanctions, they started creating their own alternative uh, financial transfer system to SWIFT. That's in play now. Uh, China also, since about 2013, has gone on a global buying spree through the Belt and Road Initiative to both grow uh, industrial capacity overseas, but also the access to the resources they would need if they were shut out from the Western world or Western economies on situation like a war over Taiwan. So they've, they've had years to harden themselves. They do have weaknesses, that's for sure. But the clock is ticking and the opportunity for China to move on Taiwan or to have Taiwan acquiesce is fast running out. And so the year 2027 comes to mind. It's been acknowledged by folks in and out of government, uh, CI directors current and past, as well as the commanders of Indo-Pacific Command before and, pre and the present ones who would actually have to fight a war with China if that actually came to pass. So well, China, not 10 feet tall, but they have a lot more resilience than the Russians have. Biden says that if China tries to invade Taiwan, U.S. military will get involved. He said it flat out. Do you believe that Biden would back that up? I think so. Um, how he does it and how effective, that's a different question. The sad part of it is that, you know, it would be better to have a military posture to signal what our interests are. That's not necessarily clear. It's better than it has been in the last uh, year or so. So it's gotten better. But, you know, that uh, Teddy Roosevelt's old saying, you know, speak softly and carry a big stick. That's the language and the military posture that the Chinese communists would understand. And uh, it would be far better to have a much more stronger military presence in the Western Pacific, uh, showing the Chinese where our interests really are, rather than just artful diplomatic language. Uh, Pelosi's trip to Taiwan obviously exacerbated the situation. I thought that was a mistake, much like the Jean-Pierre statement about asylum for Russians who uh, leave the country. I didn't think Pelosi had to go there and do that. Was I wrong? I'm of two minds. I, I think in the, in the longer term, it actually is a good thing, because what we are doing is we're conditioning the Chinese communists in Beijing to understand that we have a relationship with the Chinese in Taiwan and that that is not a violation of longstanding U.S. policy. And by little bits, taking little steps in that direction to condition them to accept that is important. Now, 
if you were to elevate that to a sitting, like a president or a vice president going to Taiwan, that would have been an escalation and probably would have been premature. But it's important that we keep this momentum going and conditioning the Chinese to understand that our relationship with Taiwan is not at their uh, veto. Okay, Mr. Sadler, very good analysis. Thank you for helping us out. I want to tell everybody our partner for international news is thedailychatter.com, dailychatter.com. And if you want to be up to date like we are about what's happening in the world and how it affects America, uh, you get that. I get it every morning. All right. By 7 a.m., I've got the Daily Chatter and I look at it. It's they send about three or four stories every day. Um, and it's a very, very good convenience, particularly if you are interested in foreign news. Dailychatter.com. OK, so uh, there's a study by Blue Crew, which is a workforce Internet site about uh, Americans in the age of inflation. And it found that 85% of us say inflation has impacted our spending. Makes sense, right? I mean, I go and I look now at what my options are. Um, whereas before, I, I didn't do that a lot. If I wanted something, I just bought it. So now I look. 72% of Americans say inflation has impacted the way they view their job. Making enough money? Can I afford to pay my bills? And finally, the big one, 57% say they are seeking other employment in addition to their job to pay the bills. So my father did that. Uh, he did a little freelance accounting on the side to bring in some extra money. And 57% of American workers say they are going to do it. So on top of this, Socialist Senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont goes on a stupid late night show and says this. Go. And the truth is that the middle class of this country is falling further and further behind. Wages are not keeping up with inflation. You got over 70 million people who have no health insurance or they're underinsured. Uh, you got 600,000 people who are homeless. Uh, you got people who can't afford prescription drugs. You people, kids can't afford to go to college. And it's your fault, you moron. I hate to name call, but this guy's got a hell of a nerve. It's your fault. This massive government spending drives inflation. Do you not understand that? The answer is no, he doesn't. Why doesn't he understand it? He doesn't want to. He's a socialist. He wants every part of the economy run by Washington. Oh, it's inflation not keeping up with inflation. Who caused inflation? Bernie? Two years ago, it was 1.3%. Now it's 10. Who did it? Your party and you for voting for these insane spending bills where the Treasury has to print money and print money and the value of the money goes down. And the attack on fossil fuel, which you drove, Bernie. That's what that idiot Seth Meyers should have said to him, but it's that. Oh. Corrupt, 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 corrupt. IRS, talk about corrupt. Eey. Sends out $1 billion in child tax credit payments to the wrong people. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA 
have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. One billion. Here's a check in the mail, goes to the wrong people. This is according to the Department of Treasury's Inspector General. Okay? It's a programming error, the IRS says. Wow, let's give them 78,000 more agents when they can't even run their own computers. Okay, now the people who got those checks have to pay it back. They have to pay it back on their taxes. So you know most of them got the money. Oh, more money from Joe Biden. Thank you. And spent it. Now they got to pay it back. CNN media layoff. CNN's laying off a bunch of people. This is just the beginning. So TV news is done. It's going to hang around. But it's over. And I'm the poster boy for it. Okay, I was in the golden age, worked for CBS, ABC as a correspondent, Fox News you know about. And I'm watching it and I don't watch it much because I'm too busy, but I go, it's boring. Lunacy, I mean true lunacy. (laughs) I don't even use the clips anymore because they're that crazy. And I'm going, you know, this is not a growth industry here. So... CNN, MSNBC, Fox, losing audience, okay? That will continue, and you'll see more laughs. And, you know, it's the way it is. So Chris Wallace um, has a new show on CNN. It debuted on Sunday. Who's talking to Chris Wallace? Um, Wallace is a smart man and a professional broadcaster. Um, And CNN hired him away from Fox. He he didn't want to work for Fox anymore. 
and they gave him his own show, and nobody watched it. All right? Very bad ratings. Only 44,000 Americans between the ages of 25 to 54 watched Who's Talking to Chris Wallace on Sunday. That's like no one. Now, here's why. Because neither side trusts Chris Wallace. It's not that he's not professional. He is. And I mean, he interviewed me a number of times on Fox News Sunday. He was always prepared and questions were good, smart, things on his feet. But the conservatives don't trust him because he didn't like Trump. And the liberals don't trust him because he worked for Fox. So who, who's going to watch? Libertarians? I, I don't know. So anyway, I feel bad for him. Movies. Um, there's a movie theater in my town, and I used to go once in a while. Now I don't even look at the marquee. I don't even look at it because I know there's no movies that I want to see. Once they wrecked James Bond, <laughs> we went through that. It was a year ago the Bond movie was out. It was the worst. They wrecked it. The whole franchise. I'm sitting there going, oh. Then there's, not, there's nothing. I mean, that um, Top Gun thing, that was pretty good. Um, the Elvis movie, uh, it, that was all right. But there's nothing there. The whole industry is, it's like the news industry. It's collapsing. Now, the reason that Hollywood is collapsing is because of woke, wokeism. That's the reason. People, it's just, they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. I mean, the Oscars, nobody watches them. What was the best picture last year? Anyone? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know what the best picture was. I don't care. They couldn't even get a host. So the whole motion picture industry is collapsing. And September, this month, all right, was the lowest grossing month for the movies in what? I have the stat here somewhere. Uh, 25 years. And it's worrying, getting worse. I looked at the Christmas releases. There's nothing there. Used to be big movies came over with Christmas vacation. Movies. I don't know these people, by the way. These stars. They're looking around for a new James Bond. I don't know who they are. (laughs) Anyway, uh, woke culture has ruined Hollywood. Smart life. Now, I do not give financial advice. Okay, I can't do that. That would be wrong, and I would never do it. But I will say that I picked up something yesterday that you should know about. The stock market is extremely risky. I mean, it's Vegas. You're just rolling the dice. Biden is incompetent. If the Republicans don't win or do well in November, market's going to go down again. It's at, you know, the yearly low. Now we're in a bear market. Very, very tough in the stock market. But the tax-free municipal bond yield is the highest it's been in 15 years. Smart life, okay? That's the name of the segment. Now, municipal bond, you don't have to pay taxes on. So you can get 5%, all right, tax-free, which is about 9% with inflation and everything on a taxable bond. And you haven't seen this in 15 years. So... I picked up a few uh, yesterday, um, but I buy them under par, which means I don't pay. There, there's a, a price for the bond, but the bond can go up from that price or down. 
I don't pay a premium. I don't pay the up. I pay the down. All right. So I get it lower than par. So therefore, when I sell a bond, I want to make money on the bond in addition to getting the 5%. I'm sorry if that's confusing. That's why you need a broker. I have them 40 years. I've had them. So I know where they live. And you need a financial advisor you can trust. Smart life. All right, this day in history, September 28, 1978, 44 years ago, Pope John Paul II died at age 65. The importance of this is he was only pope for 33 days. And he was supposedly in very, very good health. Yet he dies in bed with a smile on his face. Now, the Godfather Part 3 played on the conspiracy about the death of John Paul. Roll the tape. Corleones are prepared to deposit $500 million in the Vatican Bank at such times Mr. Corleone receives majority control of Immobiliari. It seems in today's world, the power to absolve debt is greater than the power of forgiveness. $600 million. Don't overestimate the power of forgiveness. Dr. Corleone, this deal with an obliary can make you one of the richest men in the world. Now, there are people who believe that Pope John Paul I was murdered. It's a conspiracy theory, but it's around. No autopsy was performed, which is a violation of Italian law, even though the Vatican is a separate country. Okay? The Pope was said to have died from a heart attack, but as I said, he was found sitting up in his bed holding reading material, and he had a warm smile on his face that's not, when you have a heart attack, that doesn't happen. And the Pope's body was embalmed immediately after being discovered, which is a departure from Vatican protocol and Italian law. So nobody knows how he died. And so the conspiracy theory is still around, and today is the anniversary of his death, in 1978. Interesting story. I'm not a conspiracy guy, as you know, but it is a fascinating story. All right, back with mail and a final thought in a moment. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield, protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death, but not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. Thanks to trust and will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. 
They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust & Will walks you through the whole process step-by-step. Step. Each will or trust is state-specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank-level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents at trustandwill.com bill. That's trustandwill.com bill. Let's get to the mail. Frank Camito, Katie, Texas. Bill, two years ago, you responded on air to my question. If Biden wins the election, what do you think will happen to the stock market? Your response was it will have a negative effect. You were right. Unfortunately, I was right. I was right all about Joe Biden. Everything I said. Tanya, concierge member. Tanya gets direct access to me. We hope you check it out on BillOReilly.com. You said Jen Psaki was an effective press secretary. Can you venture a guess what her answer would be? If she were asked if Joe Biden supports any limitation on abortion, he she would say instead of just dodging the question like Jean-Pierre did, she would say that Mr. Biden's personal beliefs do not intrude on public policy. Dodge, dodge, dodge. Karen Rogers, Shipman, Virginia. Can you investigate why the Republicans voted no on the dark money bill? I already have. I already told you. All right that the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, in the Senate doesn't want limitations on political donations to political action committees. Doesn't want them. That's why it happened. S.A. on the message board, also a concierge member, my former high school nickname was Indians. Now it is the Red Wolves. Sadly, Colorado went from red to blue in an instant. You know, it is true. And it's all Denver. Most of Colorado's traditional conservative, but Denver, that influx from California, um, just tilted it. It's a shame. Timothy, concierge member, uh, our local high school teams were the Braves also. They had beautiful paintings in the building and gyms of a stoic Indian brave. But being Washington State is woke idiot central, they're now the Bisons. Okay, you see it. You see the woke stuff. Ken Halloway, Chesapeake, Virginia, pre-ordered Killing the Legends, received it this weekend. You and Martin Dugard have written perhaps the best book of the Killing series, and I've read them all. I finished it in one day, couldn't put it down. If you like Killing the Legends, you might write a review on Amazon, because the usual suspects come in and trash me. So we'd like to get honest reviews on there. Carol Trendle, Columbia, Missouri. Wow, Bill, I read most of your books, but I'm not very interested in celebrities. After hearing your analysis, however... Comparing the cultural and political points of the book, I will definitely read it. This is not a celebrity book. Even though Elvis, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali are on the cover, it is about American culture, all right, and how we have set up a system where the celebrities are in lethal danger. Dennis Schimmel, The Villages, I'll be riding out the hurricane by reading Killing the Killers and rereading my favorite book, Killing Lincoln. Hey, all you people in Florida, all you uh, good people down there, we really are praying that nothing bad happens to you. Horrible. Patricia, Mr. Riley, bar, uh, regarding the birthday girl, Holly, when you got her, did you train her? I hired a trainer, a, a must for a puppy. You got to get a pro. 
If you don't, it's going to be chaos. Okay, we have a great promotion on BillOReilly.com. Vidgo is our streaming partner. If you sign up with them, you'll save a lot of money on your cable bill. You'll get a free copy of Killing the Legends at 15 bucks off your monthly bill for Vidgo and a three-month premium membership free to BillOReilly.com. Whoa, tremendous. Word of the day, do not be stoic. Back with the final thought in a moment. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties, visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. So here is the final thought of the day. As you know, I'm promoting uh, Killing the Legends. And uh, I like talking to people about it. Everybody's been very respectful. Book is off to a great start. Uh, we have a commercial that is running on television. If you haven't seen it, here it is. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here, Killing the Legends, the 12th in our world-famous history series. Elvis, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali all had something in common. They lost control of their lives, and that led to death. Killing the Legends will surprise you. It is a cultural history and a book you will never forget. Being a legend can be lethal. Available everywhere books are sold. Good spot, right? No BS, right to the point. Anyway, we, uh, we are very happy that uh, so many of you are uh, sampling the book. I did an interview with Hannity, read the book. Hannity's the biggest, busiest guy in the country with the three-hour radio and the TV show. He read the book. And so I talked to him about it today, and that's posted on BillOReilly.com, that interview on the radio. 
And uh, most of the interviewers that I'm talking with have read the book, which says, you know, they're not going to waste their time. So they didn't like it. They read five pages and they stopped. They're reading the whole book. Anyway, Killing the Legends, we hope you check it out. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.